Hey, you scruffy-looking nerf herders. Welcome to Records of the Republic, a podcast where we talk about all things Star Wars, from canon to the EU to Legends content and more. We are your hosts, Wade and Kevin, and we're going to make the jump to light speed as we try to tackle today's topic of conversation with you. Strap yourself in, and don't get cocky, as we embark on this journey together into the Star Wars universe. Hey guys, welcome back to Records of the Republic. Episode, what are we on, 18, 19? Something 18, like that. 18, take two, because we actually recorded this Saturday, or attempted to, and my recording did not go through all the way. So I apologize for that, and I apologize that you guys have been without us for two to three weeks. I know that's hard. Um but we are back. We haven't gone anywhere. Not that we had anyone reach out to us, so that's kind of a bummer. Not exactly how we want to start the podcast, though. My name's Wade. I'm one <laughs> half of Records of the Republic. And as you can see, we are doing video with this podcast uh, this time. We are going to start uploading these to YouTube after I figure out how to work technology and edit. Um, I don't really know that the production quality is going to be there, but... We're going to give it a shot, see if we get any more people following us on YouTube. So, as if always... Anything, we'll have less. <laughs> we might lose some There's followers. A look at us. <laughs> Ouch. That's rough, man. Well, I did put a shirt on for this, so that at least Yeah, you were help. forced to. <laughs> that should help. <laughs> as always, I'm joined by my best friend, Kevin. Kevin, how are you, man? I'm all right. I'm kind of tired today. It's been no. We can't have dr- any of that. We were tired. Well, We've been tired like the last five episodes. No, I was good <laughs> for the recording that we did Saturday. On Saturday, Saturday, we were on point. <laughs> yeah, I was good for that. It's just been oh a really God. tough week, you know. Yeah, I did interviews last week um, for an open supervisor position. Made made our decision and have spent the whole week having conversations with people because I mean, it would be easy to just like shoot an email off and say, sorry, went a different direction, but sure. It's not the right thing to do. So we meet with everybody, you know, I, I tell them why they suck. Strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, I, I type up a whole document for them to have with, with that information just so that they have that. Um, they know how to interview better next time. Yeah, it's just because, I mean, it, they can try to remember what we're saying to them, but it's, I mean, it's not people's favorite moment. So um, just something tangible for them to be able to reference, but it takes work, you know, and right. it's draining to tell people no, that sure. you, know, you can see, you can see it in their eyes. Like when, when you let them, when you drop the news on them and it sucks, you know, I'm an empath. Right. You know, I've, I've lost some sleep this week. It sucks. It's the worst part of the job. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm excited to get started with the person that we chose and train them up and, um, you know, hit the ground running. So that'll, the, the, uh, the lights at the end of the tunnels, but it's been good. It's been a grind this week. Yeah, Um, I can imagine. 
but I mean, other than that, it's been good. I mean, baseball is, is finished for Zach. That's, that's kind of one of the things that's been a scheduling conflict for us, but uh, sure. he's got his award ceremony on Saturday and oh, that'll be a exciting. lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. He had a great year too. So I'm hoping he takes home some hardware. That'd be um, dope. I mean, they give all the kids medals, but right. you know, they give out like MVP sportsmanship and then there's a champion. So, um, they his team unfortunately lost in the playoffs, so mm. they're not going to get that first place trophy. Um, do they, does every team get like the participation trophies? They get a medal, uh, but they don't yeah. get trophies, which I think is fine. You know, they're they're kids. I think it's okay no. to give them a medal to Man. to remember the season. But I'm they I'm don't pulling want that a trophy. I'm pulling a James Harrison, and if my kid gets a participation trophy. I'm going to take it and throw it in the trash and say, you don't deserve this. It's that's not even what it is though, because the winners get something different. This <laughs> is just something to remember the season. I, with, I know. I'm, I'm just messing. Loser. I'll probably <laughs> listen. I, I remember getting participation trophies and you know, they were cool, but after a while they just take up space yeah. and you're like, I didn't do anything to earn this. So I ended up throwing them away anyway. Yeah. I mean, I knew the difference. Right, like kids aren't stupid. They they know that they know that well, it's not the the big one. Mo- most kids aren't stupid. Well, all kids are relatively stupid <laughs> compared yeah, to adults. Right. If that's the direction <laughs> that you're going. Yep. <laughs> but no, they kids understand the difference between the medal that they get and then the the first place or second like the place first trophy. place trophy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, back um, in my day. I don't know that any of the leagues I played in until like middle school uh, did actual first place trophies. I think they were all participation medals. Yeah. Yeah. There was, there was a time, right? Like, but I think that that wave has passed and and I hope so. You still have, you still have some people that want the participation trophies, but um, I think that we have, everything always overcorrects, right? Like when you have a problem, society overcorrects. And then it swings back. I think that we're in a, in a I think getting a, a medal is fine, but you know, the, the winners get the medal and a trophy. So maybe a, a I think ribbon. That that's a good, a ribbon. <laughs> I think that's what they should get. I think they, right. you know, if you're talking about a mem- something to remember the season by, all right. Yeah. You get a ribbon, you can use it as a bookmark or, you know, if you ever do win the first place trophy, then you can put it around your trophy and be like, yeah, I participated. See, but, at that point you'd show off the trophy more anyway. But yeah, I think, I think a ribbon is like the most they need. Okay. That that's, that's just my, I look forward to Gene's sports career. (laughs) You know what? He's supposed to be taller than me, according to the doctors. He's going to beat you up when he hears this. (laughs) When he's like 20 something. Yeah. You rock. He'll be all right. He'll grow out of it. Um, in other news, I watched, um, the Clone Wars movie, which I've, it's probably, oh yeah, it's probably the Star Wars movie that I've seen the least amount of times, but I really enjoyed it. It was kind of with this episode in mind, I just figured it would be something else to watch. Sure. Um, it was cool. Um, cool story. It's just, just like Clone Wars, right? Like there's nothing crazy about it. Right. It's a good Clone Wars story. Um, I watched Multiverse of Badness with Skyler. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
she's a big Wanda fan and she hadn't been able to watch that movie because I watched it first and thought it was a bit much um, sure. for, for her, but she's a little bit older now. So we watched it and she really, really liked it. She always has liked Marvel a little bit more. Um, she's not right. super into star Wars, like, like Zachary is. Um, so we, we like to watch those movies together. Uh, today I started, I played a couple of missions of on the revenge of the Sith game. Uh, from, yes. from way back in the day yes I've got, <laughs> I've got a ps3 and that's the only game that i have for it is hey revenge of the that's Sith. fine that's all you need man i could play it's that so over and fun. over again yeah it's so much fun and i love one of my favorite things that i realized today that's going to be something that i just do over and over again in the game is that it they put in anakin's signature move like the behind the back spin oh yeah it's in the game yeah it's it's I, I haven't nice. played enough of it's it. Nice I, touch. I played through it when I was like, I don't know if it was like third or fourth grade, but yeah. to to let you know, like when, the last time I actually played through it a lot, um, Blockbuster was still in business and we got coupons to buy, to rent two movies and one game for a week. And so on Saturdays, if we went grocery shopping with dad, you know, if we volunteered, there were two things that got to happen. One, we got to go out for lunch, even though we'd had to do all the grocery shopping and he'd call us our his little gophers because he wouldn't do anything. He'd sit there and say, hey, go grab that. Go grab this, you know, go, you know, whatever. But we usually got lunch and it was usually Burger King and it was usually Whoppers, which I love me a Whopper. But the second thing, actually there were three, second thing we got to do was pick out a fun soda because we didn't, we didn't really get sodas throughout the week, but on the weekends we could pick out like one of those six packs of like the IBC orange cream or black cherry or cream soda or, you know, whatever. So we got to pick that out if we went and we got to pick out the movie and video game. And of course I volunteered uh, more than my sister did. Because I wanted to rent Star Wars video games whenever I could. Um, and so I would rent things like Revenge of the Sith. And um, I think I actually owned Racer Revenge. But some of the some of the games I didn't own. And I just had to rent them to play them. And then of course I'd have like a weekend. Um, essentially. And then sometime after school. Occasionally. To try and play through the whole game. Or I'd have to wait until we could rent again, and that was frustrating. But uh, yeah, so that's my little, my little nostalgic moment around Revenge it was of the, the Sith same for me. I ne- I didn't own that game until I was an adult and bought it for yep. the, the PS3. I would I would walk on over to the movie gallery, which was like a five minute walk, um, right. and then I would rent it, and never bought it, never. By the time I had money to buy it, it really was not on the shelves anymore. Right. Um, but I've played through that game so many times. I That's probably top five favorite game ever. Um, I think some of the stuff that's in there, because it's not, it, you probably remember, it's not an exact copy of the movie. No, it's um, like the book. <laughs> exactly. I was going to say, I think they added some stuff they did. from the book. And yep. then one fun thing about that is that it was released before the movie. Yep. So you could have had the whole story ruined 
if you had played the game, which I'm sure it did happen to a few people. Yep. But, I mean, there's only so much you can ruin knowing what happens in A New Hope. I mean, it ruins, like, how Padme died, but not that Padme dies. There's you not know. much to tell. <laughs> right. I mean, but that's what not I'm that. saying. Like, that, what I'm saying is the build-up to it, even if we didn't get Revenge yeah. of the Sith, we could piece together what happened between Attack of the Clones to an extent, at least overarching themes and yeah. storyline. Um. But yeah, it was a fantastic game. Well, I've been wrestling with whether I'm going to sell my PlayStation 2 or not ever since I got the Xbox and I found all of those old Star Wars games on Xbox. I just bought them all because when I found them, they were all like three or four bucks a piece. So I ended up spending like 40 or 50 bucks and got just about every Star Wars game ever released on Xbox, Um, which for the most part coincides with everything that was released on PlayStation 2. Um, so, What do you have for PlayStation 2? Nothing that I don't have for Xbox. Actually, that's not true. That is a lie. That was a bold-faced lie. I have Bounty Hunter on... Oh, I, well, PlayStation 2, I actually don't have anything, really. I just have the Battlefront games, and I have these... Uh, sorry, I thought you said PlayStation in general. Like, because I've got the PS4, obviously... And I've got Fallen Order and the the new yep. Battlefront 2. And I've got some of the old Jedi Academy games and um, Bounty Hunter. And some of those games I don't have on Xbox. They actually uh, either weren't on sale or I, I didn't decide to buy them because I already owned them on the PS4. And that gives me another reason to keep both systems. But I've got the original Battlefront 1 and Battlefront 2. And then I have these games. This is Black Hawk Down. And then there's Black Hawk Down 2. Delta Force, and I have both of those for the PlayStation. Those are actually originals. I got those back when I was a little kid. Not little, because they're shooter games, but, you know, when I was a kid. Um, and they're kind of kind of like Call of Duty in a lot of ways. Um, the gameplay is very similar. Um, what was cool about it is, well, I remember a lot of the old Call of Duty, like World War, you know, whatever, right. two, the original, like the originals. These ones had multiplayer team deathmatch and free for all and stuff like that that you could play. Um, but they were during like the, I think it was in the mid 90s when Black Hawk Down happened, the, mm-hmm. the real event. Um, I know it was in the 90s for sure, but I just don't remember exactly when. But it's got more modern uh, armament and stuff than the Call of Duty games did. Sure. So it was kind of cool. Um, you know, I enjoyed the storyline on them. They were they were pretty fun. So, and it was one of the few games that my dad and I actually played together. Um, there were a few nights I can remember, not a few. He actually did it fairly often on Friday nights. Usually, when Mom and Candace would go to bed, my dad and I would stay up in the family room and we'd blow up like an inflatable mattress and grab some Mountain Dew and Doritos, and we'd sit there on the PlayStation Two for like till two or 3 a.m. and play through the Star Wars Battlefront campaigns or we'd play through this Black Hawk Down game. And it was just, it was so much fun. Those are those are some of the few memories I, I really can remember very vividly. Um, and they were just awesome. So shout That's out cool. to dad on Father's Day weekend. Oh, by the way, happy Father's Day a little early. Happy Father's Day. It's going to be going to be a fun one. You're a dad of three and I'm a dad of two to be so 
Uh, I don't think our listeners know that because I think he oh, announced it that's on right. the original. <laughs> so for everyone listening, because none of you know until now, uh, Penny and I found out we are expecting. I'm not sure what it is yet, but it is healthy and it seems to be human. So everything looks good. Um, you know, just praying for healthy pregnancy, healthy mom, healthy baby, and that's all I can ask for. Hoping for a girl, though. Definitely hoping for a girl. Are you? Yes, 100%. I would love to have a girl and call it quits here. Penny and I, the funny thing is, I think Penny's going to say no more after this one anyway. But when we first started dating, you know, not started dating, but, you know, when we got serious and started talking about family and life together and kids, we had talked and she wanted a bigger family. She wanted like four or five kids. And I was like, no, I really want two. Like two is the max. And so we came up with a compromise saying, hey, we'll have a minimum of two, maximum of four, and we stop when we get our first girl. So, What if you had a girl on the first one? Then whatever the second one was, doesn't matter. We're keeping it because it's a minimum of two. So we're keeping it. Well, that's not, that's not exactly what I mean. I mean, I mean, you know, we're, we're stopping after that regardless. That's what I meant yep. to say. We're, we're stopping and we're, we're not having any more, um, after that, but I'm, oh, I'm hoping it's a it's boy. Nah. <laughs> uh, um, also shout out to Devin and Rachel, um, who Kevin met at the wedding. Devin and Rachel just had their adopted daughter born this past weekend. She was Very born cool. on Sunday and they FaceTimed me like, this is awesome. This is a little plug for me and how awesome I am. So I found out like a night or two before they had her that Penny and I are the godparents. And wow. I cried. I bawled. I actually bawled twice because they told me on FaceTime and then I brought the phone in to tell Penny. And when they told Penny, I bawled again. So <laughs> that, that was big. But then they FaceTimed me Sunday after she was born so I could see her as we were going to Aldi to go do grocery shopping. So I sat in the car for like 20 minutes while Penny and Jean and our friends already went in to go do the shopping. And I got to talk with them and talk with her a little bit. And that was awesome. And then I asked them if their parents had seen her yet. And they said, no, not yet. We wanted to make sure we called you first. Cause that was one of the, I cried again. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big baby, but yeah. So shout out to them. That's exciting. She's healthy. Everything seems to be going well there. Um, so kids all over the place, man. Our, yeah. Another couple friend of ours in Arizona is having kid, uh, having a kid, um, Penny's coworker and her husband who are close friends of ours are having a kid like a week after ours. So we're grownups now, dude. It's, it's just nonstop popping babies out. Yep. This is going to sound really bad, but I really, really, really hope our kid is born the last day of December. She's doesn't sound he, bad. It's the same. I know exactly why. And <laughs> I have the same reason. <laughs> Uh, are you going to say taxes? Yep. Yep. <laughs> we ended up having a Christmas Eve baby. Yep. That's uh, last week of December. Anytime. That's perfectly fine. She'll be at like 39 weeks. I think at that point anyway, yep. 39 or 40. Perfectly so valid reason. Totally. Okay with it. That, that's what I'm hoping for. 
because I would love to put that on my tax return. Uh, I'm just going to be happy when the baby's here regardless, but you know, what's funny. What? When we were in the hospital, the nurses kept commenting on that too. Oh really? Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll try to, we'll try to get her out quickly so you can get that tax break. That's exactly what I need to tell them. I'm, I need yeah. to just say, listen, well, we I need to tell them. I need this baby here, December thirty first, before yep. the bell rings. Make it happen. So we'll see. You have I'm direct just, control over it. I yeah, that's right. <laughs> I'm just excited, man. I'm over the moon. Yeah, thrilled. That is very exciting. So, but we one of us is getting fixed after this because there's no way we're having a third. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Because this might be personal for people, but I just scheduled an appointment for me to do that <laughs> today. I, I told Penny, I was like, you don't have to schedule it. Like I, I said, you know, if you end up having another C-section, let's go ahead and do it while they're in there. But, you know, if you if you end up, you know, birthing naturally, that's totally fine. I will schedule myself to, to get it fixed. Wait, I'm pretty sure once you've had a C-section, that's what, like, pretty sure that's how it goes. Nope, you do have the option for uh, normal birth route. We've we actually sure talked to we talked to the OB about it during our appointment. Oh. I wonder if it's a discretionary thing, like each it OB is. can decide. And it, it also depends on you know how her blood pressure looks and you know how she's doing. Yeah. Um, considering how the first one went, so we just kind of have to keep an eye on that, but. Yeah, she she's kind of hoping for it to go that way, just because if you know, when, with C-sections, you're always more likely to have clots and stuff like that. Sure. And we just it's surgery. want to we want to avoid any of that as much as possible. But yeah, like I said, healthy baby, healthy mama. I'm happy. That's all I need. Absolutely. So in other news unrelated to Star Wars, well, I guess it's related to Star Wars. I've decided if it's a girl, I'm going to lay it, name her Leia. You've decided, or you yes, guys yes. decided? I have decided. Uh, Penny and I still have to discuss it, um, but sh- she didn't let me fully pick the name for the boy. Now, if we have a second boy, I guarantee she'll let me name it whatever she- <laughs> whatever I want. Because at that point, we don't have any names. We're gonna we we've got picked out like family names or anything like that. We're just it's gonna be Luke Obi Wan Rudder. And he's going to be bullied throughout his whole life. Good for you. So, <laughs> but no, she she'll she'll have the final say, obviously, as it should be. But this could agree to something. We could. We have we've agreed on a girl's name, but we haven't actually talked about. We haven't even looked at if it's a boy. If it's another boy, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Stu Wade. Yeah, Wade Junior. Yeah. Usually yeah. you do that with the firstborn, but Yeah. Yeah. That's true. So anyway, moving on. Star Wars news. Um, let's see. A couple of things we touched on Saturday. A couple of weeks ago, Ming Na Wen got her Hollywood Star of Fame, which was pretty cool to see. Um very, very deserving of that. She um has been in a lot of things. She's been in uh, Marvel, Marvel roles, Star Wars, Disney, just kind of everything. Yeah, I know I kind of butchered that. Um, Marvel, Marvel, I can speak. This is the problem with us doing video. You're going to see every time I laugh. At, at <laughs> every something. time you laugh at me. Because <laughs> I usually don't make 
I try not to make it obvious <laughs> and distract you. Um, the Knights of the Old Republic remake still seems to be in the works. It's just kind of taking longer and not like mainstream project right now. But in other video game news that came out this week, did you see the trailer for I Outlaws? Sure did. Dude, sure I am cool. stoked. I am yeah, really, cool. really excited for an open world Star Wars game. It looks like it's going to be the type of game where you can, it'll take you a long time to beat it. Like Probably. GTA, but Star Wars. Yeah, that's what I, that's exactly what I'm hoping for. Yeah. Um, where I New don't GTA, have to actually though, do what? There's going to be another GTA too. I did not know that. Yeah. I haven't actually played the GTA games in a while. Um, uh, my, it's, I mean, they haven't put one out in a long time. Ron's been trying to twist my arm to get Red Dead Redemption 2 to play That's online cool with him, which I've played before, and it is interesting, but it's not like... Now, it's on sale right now for about 20 bucks, so it, it yeah. might be worth it, but I'm I'm just kind of like, ah... I've got too many other games that I like playing if I don't have any games I'm actively working on. And the free time that I do have right now has been spent on Legend of Zelda Tears of yeah. the Kingdom. So it's kind of one of those like, yeah, I would like to get it to play online, but there are other games that we can play online together that are free. And he just doesn't want to, cause he doesn't want to play Fortnite. It's just Fortnite's stupid. I'm, Fortnite I'm with is him not on stupid. that. I'm Dude, with him on that. Look, Zach tried it. My buddy Zach out here, who is also, he just got a PS5. And so he got Red Dead 2 to play with us online. Well, to play with Ron online. And I said, listen, man, try this Fortnite. Just just try it. Just give it a shot. And he's hooked on it. He hasn't stopped playing it like all week. He's posted a couple of times this week about it. It's so much fun. And Ron even sat there and watched me play it for a little bit the other night. And he was like, yeah, I mean, this does seem kind of entertaining. And I was like, dude, once you try it and get into it, it's actually pretty fun. I have. I I, like I'm it. just that. And that's OK. But you should. But the listener, you've you at least get, tried it. Yeah, several times. That's you should get Red Dead Redemption while it's on sale so that you have the option later <sighs> and you don't have to spend a lot of money on it. Yeah, but I don't know that I want to spend any money on it. It's a cool game. Like, the story is really cool. Yeah, but Kevin, I've got a kid on the way, and I know there are more video games that are going to come out that I would rather spend money on. All right. Like, I, I've put a kibosh on, like, all of my spending, man. Like, all of this is, like, three months ago spending and more. Like, I haven't spent in a couple of months. I haven't – I just – I have – now that I have a kid on the way – there is no free money. I've canceled so many subscriptions in the last week. Yeah. I mean, it's I kept my Disney Plus because I talked to Penny and I was like, hey, what, if any, what subscriptions should we cancel? And I was like, you know, we can cancel all of them, but there's only one that I really care about. And with ads, it's like seven bucks a month. And that's Disney Plus. She was like, you're the only one who has shows that are coming out that you actually care about. So we kept Disney Plus, but we got rid of Hulu, uh, YouTube TV. I mean, we lost a lot of our subscriptions just to save money right now. So Disney Plus is a must, though, because August 23rd, we're getting Ahsoka. 
and I am so, 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 so stoked. Um, I'm not going to make any predictions about it. The only one I think that I'm going to make, I'll make one prediction. And I, I do think it's obviously, it's one that's been circulating along. I'm just agreeing with it. But I, I think the Inquisitor is going to be Barisoffi. Yeah, we talked about that a little bit, and I hadn't thought of it before, but I am all in on that. I think that would be so, so cool. I mean, think about it. The Grand Inquisitor was one of the Inquisitor, one of the Temple Guards, who led Barisoffi away in Clone Wars during the trial. And so I, I think there's enough room for it to make sense and play in where no one's going to like bat an eyelash and say, no, that doesn't belong. Get it out of yeah. here. I'm, I'm, I'm all down for it. Totally down. I think that would be, that would be awesome. So, but I already know I'm going to love it because one of my top three favorite droids of all time is in it. Chopper. No. Oh, uh, Hu Yang. Hu Yang. <laughs> <laughs> Professor Hu Yang. Chopper's top five. But if I had to pick top three favorite droids, it's Professor Hu Yang, BD1, and um, K2SO. Why Why Hu Yang, though? Like, why is he number one for you? Is it just because David Tennant? No, 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 he's not number one. Those are my top three. If I had to oh. put them in order, it would be BD1, K2SO, and then Professor Hu Yang. All right, well, still, why? why is he so high up on the list? A, it's David Tennant, and he's one of my favorite actors of all time. Watching him in Doctor Who, I mean, Fair. there are very few shows that I can watch over and over and over again. Like, I could watch David Tennant's episodes of Doctor Who for a year straight, and that'd be the only thing I watch, and I would be happy. I can't do that with every show out there. Yeah. Obi-Wan Kenobi is another show that I could do that same thing I, with. I didn't even talk about it. I started watching that again. I did, too. I'm like halfway I, through. And Penny's watching it with me this time. She hasn't watched it before. She asks I a lot cried. of silly questions, but it's uh, it's been good. I've been enjoying yeah. it. She's at least watching it with me, and that that's all that I can ask. Yep. But, One thing I love about that show is how luminous the lightsabers are. Oh, dude, the, the cinematography in that, and that's a big word. Are you proud of me for using a big word? Yeah, I'm very proud of you. You're and so using smart, it, I, I think I used it correctly, but our five listeners might correct me if I didn't. If you didn't, I'm saying that you did, so I look just as stupid. Okay, good. So we can be stupid together. Yes. But the cinematography in that was just incredible. The lighting was perfect. The light, each of the lightsaber battles. I mean, there's, there's no question. Some of the best lightsaber scenes I think I've ever seen. When, when it's Obi-Wan walking around the first time he sees Vader and it's the lightsaber shining on his face and it's like how scared he is. I was so cool. Yeah. The, the fear you can see in his yeah. face, like fantastic job. Ewan McGregor is top-notch actor by far mm -hmm. the best he delivered um, so but yeah so those are my favorite three droids in that order bd1 is top no question about it that's why i've got my buddy here see nice he uh he is the last lego purchase i will be making for a long time you sound like a man in mourning yep <laughs> a little bit it hurts that those words just left my mouth, but the next one I, well, cause the next one I really want to get is the 
UCS Razor Crest, which is beautiful, but it's like $500. So it'll be a little while. But oh well, it's part of being an adult. Uh, let's see, what else did news did we get? Uh, Idris Elba is, has been talking with Lucasfilm about being the main villain in the Ray New Jedi Order movie, which would be fantastic because he's fantastic. He's a great actor. Um, think he would make a great villain. Uh, Raleigh Galaxy Con is coming up here in July, and we talked a little bit about this. Uh, we've got a couple of Star Wars folks there, Giancarlo Esposito, um, Billy D. Williams, and Ming-Na Wen right now. Um, it's you made most, a decision? Uh, my answer is still teetering on no. I would go just to be able to see Gus Spring. Who? Giancarlo Esposito. It's that Gus Spring was his character in Breaking Bad. I never saw Breaking Bad. Oh, that's that is a top five show of all time for me. I love. Never that show. watched it. You got to watch it. I might. That's a must I'll, watch. I'll, I mean, I like him as Moff Gideon. There's no question. I really like him as and you'll like the him villain. As Spring. Okay. Well, maybe in my free time, I'll I'll try and watch it. Great show. What, what it goes streaming? on a little bit too long. I think it's on Netflix. Okay, I'll take a look. I might might give it a try. It's like one or two seasons too long, in my opinion, but it's worth the watch. Like Walking Dead? No. Walking Dead is excessive. Okay. So it's not as bad. Not even close. Okay. I think it's like five or six seasons. Oh, and John Jackson Miller is going to be there as well. Ooh, that's cool. So you sign your, your uh, Kenobi Yeah, book? Uh, that's the other reason I thought about going. Like, if I were going to go and see someone first of all it would have to be someone that i really 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 wanted to see yeah and those three characters aren't really it for me but john jackson miller would almost be worth it just to have him sign my books you should go but we'll see i'm still not i'm still waiting to see if they announce any other guests because they've still they've added a couple more in the last week Knowing you, Wade, and how you are, you would go interact with a bunch of people, and that by itself would make you a uh, a con guy. You'd be going to conventions left and right. Yeah, I mean, that's probably true. Sitting there and talking with the other fans out there yeah. and nerding out. That, that part of it, I could agree with. It's just spending the money to go in, and then all you're doing is shopping to spend more money or spending money to meet these people, and like most of the people aren't. Yes. Like, if it were that like you and... If it were Ewan McGregor or like James Arnold Taylor, like any of the actors who have portrayed Obi-Wan, I would have bought tickets like a month ago. Like tickets would be ready to go. I'd be there. No question about it. But because it's not those guys or Hayden Christensen or like Ashley Eckstein, you know, eh. I get it. So the the money argument's a good argument for sure. Yeah, I mean that—that's the biggest thing for me is it's a lot of money to go and see people that I'm kind of a fan of. Like I'm a fan. Obviously, if I saw them walking down the street, I'd I'd lose my crap. I'd be one of those annoying fans that are like, "I'm so sorry about this, but can I take a picture?" You know, I I would be bother bothering them for sure. But to pay money to go see them. Every time oh, I've ever seen somebody, I leave them alone. Like a, maybe like a hello, but I don't know. I 
I haven't run into too many celebrities. I did while working at a hotel in Arizona. I did have the three um, secondary folks, kind of, from Mythbusters. It was Grant Amahara, uh, Tori, I think his last name is Bellaccini, and Carrie Byron, something like that. I, I forget their last names. The last names always stump me. But it was Grant, Tori, and Carrie from Mythbusters. And that was pretty cool. Like, I, it was really fun because, like, I remember watching Mythbusters as a kid and going, like, this is just awesome. And yeah. So when they were staying at the hotel, because they were doing some kind of tour, I I slipped a little letter into each of their rooms just saying, hey, just wanted to let you know. No, I didn't do that. (laughs) But I I sent them a little letter and I said, you know, you guys are part of the reason I got into like sci-fi and movies and like really, really enjoy seeing all the special effects that go into making this stuff. And that's um, cool. So I just wanted to thank you guys for what work you've done. And I gave them all free breakfast because we were working at a, at a big hotel where breakfast is not included. It wasn't a Hampton Inn. Yeah. Um, and so they all came down in the morning cause I was working the night shift and they all came down in the morning and they all said, Hey, can, can we speak to Wade? And I looked down at my name tag and I said, yes, you can. <laughs> I was so excited. And they were like, thank you so much. And I said, I know I'm not supposed to do this and maybe I'll get fired for it, but it's kind of worth it. Can I get a picture with you guys real quick? And they said, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, they were the nicest folks ever. Uh, Tori was a little sleepy. He wasn't quite awake, but Grant yep. and Carrie were just like super over the top, sweet and nice. And so that was, that was really cool. I got to meet when I was working in hotels. This was not the one that we worked at. Um, no, it was the other one in Durham. Meet. Yeah. Yeah. The, the by the airport mm-hmm. um i got to meet eddie george do you know who that is do you remember nope. him he was a running back for the titans in the two okay. in the early 2000s cover Madden. he was great didn't even address it just checked him in said hello let him go on his way you're you're a better man than i am we I did just, have at the uh property i worked at in chandler uh, before I quit hotels, we had Terrell Suggs and his whole family. Like they took up like twenty rooms. Wow! Um, but he just his, his I think it was his cousin or his brother or something like that uh, came in with his ID and card, and he was like, "Hey, he's not checking in right now because he doesn't want to draw a lot of attention." But all these rooms under him are for him. It's it's the real guy, and I was like. Oh, okay. That's cool. And so he came in later and cause the, he played at U of A. Okay. So down in Tucson, he I played he, in I Arizona. Thought did, I thought he played for the Cardinals too. Mm-mm. For a couple of years. I think he was just, well, he might've for like a couple of years at the end of his season, but okay. I don't think he did at the beginning. All, all I remember him from was the Ravens. That's, that's I'll it. look it up. Sure. I remember from the Ravens too. I hated him. Yeah, he was obnoxious. But he was fun to watch, unless your team was playing him. But, so that was kind of cool. Haven't met any Star Wars actors or actresses yet. Yeah, he but, played for the Cardinals. Okay, was it at the beginning? 2019. Yep, okay, just for so 2019. his career. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, 
other Star Wars related news, I finished both Revenge of the Sith and Dark Lord Rise of Darth Vader over the past couple of weeks. Uh Um, They were okay. Revenge of the Sith, I gave three stars. Uh, Rise of Darth Vader, 3.5. I've got my copy of Rise of Darth Vader, like right here somewhere, right at my desk. I'm not going to dig it out. There's a bunch of books down there, but I loved that book. I I flew through that book. It was the best of the three, that's for sure. Like, if I were... If I were to buy one to represent the the trilogy, that would be the one I would buy. I yeah, I thought it was fantastic. It, I mean, think about it. It it's two of my absolute favorite characters. Yeah. And then probably the best part of that book that we I mean we've talked about it is the like the breakdown of the suit, right? Vader's suit, incredible writing. Yeah, the if description. You, no question about it. The description in that book was phenomenal. It's if for anybody listening, if you, if you haven't heard that breakdown of the suit, look it up. People have done videos about it. Um, it's, it's worth it. Extremely well-written. Well, and I really liked the part where he kind of gets frustrated with the emperor and is talking about how he's the only one going to be in charge of his, mechanical parts and the corrections and updates and stuff like that. Like he, he wants to be in charge of it because the incompetent droids have no idea what they're doing and how to do it right, how to do it well. Um, so that part, you know, that was pretty cool. Um, and it was, it was really cool to see like how he learns, just like you had talked about in brotherhood with how he learns to use his one arm he's in the same boat now, but with all four limbs. Well, three, because yeah. he kind of, I think he had just gotten used to his mechanical arm and then the other three got chopped off. So he yep. has to get used to those now, but you know, the description in the book was fantastic. It just didn't really catch my interest. Like I was hoping it would, but much better than revenge of the Sith. Revenge of the Sith was garbage, not, not garbage. It just wasn't as good as it should have been. That, that's I'm, what I I'm excited say. to read that book. It's on my it's on my list to get. I, would, I finally I would, finished. Huh? I would bump it lower on your list. I don't know. I, I don't. It's just like Battle Scars for me. I just I have to read it. Like, well, but that's the thing. It's just like Battle Scars. Really? No, it wasn't that bad. But I do think I, I gave both. Battle. I think I gave Battle Scars a three. I've got battle scars and yeah, it's right here. Oh no. Yeah. I told you I bought it. Uh, Kevin. I got it. Biggest waste of money. Ooh. Oh, Kevin, read it. You, you poor thing. That's all right. I hope I love it. Wait, I hope I, I love it. You know what? I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what everyone else, you know, I told everyone else when they said they the got podcast. it. I hope by you how much love I it, love Kevin. It. it won't it won't break it up because I'm still gonna love you, man. It I'm gonna get a Battle Scars tattoo. That's okay. That's all I'm gonna want to talk to you about. <laughs> oh I would I would start a GoFundMe for that tattoo. <laughs> I I would probably donate some money for that. I, I'm all on board. I'll break your uh your spending fast. Yep, that's right. <laughs> you absolutely but, would with that. I finally uh, finished 
Adventures of Luke Skywalker. I finally oh, finished good. it. I said, um, when we recorded on Saturday, I had said, if I don't finish it on Sunday, because I had like 70 pages left. If I don't finish it on Sunday, I'm not going to finish it because I have right. other books that I'm excited to read. And I finished it. Um, entertaining. You know, it's not something that I think everybody has to read. Sure. Um, but like I, I picked it up for you. Just I think it's a cool thing to have. You know, and there's oh. some interesting anecdotes in there that weren't I'm, in the movie. I'm excited to start it. It shouldn't take you that long. It's only like 220 pages. Yeah, I'll I'll get through that easy. Yeah. I just got to yeah, sit down and pick a day. Cool. But, yeah, so I started reading uh, the other day the Corellian Trilogy. Okay. Um, it's from, written in 95. It's, right. it's Legends. Um, but so far, so good. I'm only like 25 pages in. But it's it's had me laughing several. I just, I love Han's sarcasm, yes, um, and it it is represented really well in the book. Um, I can't remember. So book two is written by Roger uh, McBride Allen. Um, this is book two. Okay, and I assume I assume he wrote all three, but uh, I don't have that one in, right in front of me, so I, I don't know for sure. But uh, so far, it's cool. I think I'm going to like it. Um, I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah. yeah it's, it'll be the first book that I've, the, the first Star Wars book that I've read that doesn't include Obi-Wan. You know what I didn't realize? What? I didn't know with audiobooks that they did a difference between abridged and unabridged. I like, didn't know I that had, either. I had no idea until I, I got an abridged version of a book and I was like, Huh, that's kind of disappointing. It was shorter than I expected. And then I which looked it up. Which one did you get that was abridged? I, Jedi, which is a, a book about Corrin Horn um, from the X-Wing novels. Real creative um, name. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't realize it was abridged, so it's only like three or four hours long. Yeah. And I was like, that's not normal because all of the other books by this author were like decent lengths they were like 12 13 hours and then i looked it up and it's the abridged version which i realized that basically just means they take all of the important story stuff and leave some of the extra non-essential stuff out so you get the the gist of the story spark so i'm gonna yeah exactly so i'm gonna give it a try see if i like it i know the out of the dark the Darth Vader trilogy that I just read, only Revenge of the Sith was unabridged. The other two were abridged. So I don't think it would make me like it anymore if they were abridged. I kind of wish uh, Battle Scars was abridged, but you know, to each their own. But so I found that out. I did learn something over the last two weeks. I knew. I knew. I, I knew your head got bigger. Look just a little bit bigger. You learned a couple things. Thanks, man. <laughs> All right. Well, let's dive into our rating and review of Revenge of the Sith. So, overall, Kevin, do you like this movie? I very much like it. Yeah? I very much like it. Like how much? This, this is the part that sucks about having to re-record, though, because I already know what... <laughs> your scores are good news is i totally i forgot what yours were 
No, you didn't. They were almost like, all I 100% fives. did. Oh, that's true. You did have two that they were, were fives. very high scores. And I did think about changing a couple of them after our conversation, but that I can't. I can't do that. You can't do that. That would be, wouldn't be right. so unethical. Yeah. Well. But yes, I scored this very high. What did you give it for From, characters? For characters, I gave it a straight five. Now, you're going to think, everybody, that the, like I'm rating things way too high. Maybe for this movie, I am. But you shouldn't expect very many fives from here. Like, I didn't really give any for the first two movies. And I, I don't think I'll give any, many for the next three. I just adore this movie. And I learned when we did this the first time that might be some rose-colored glasses happening. But I'm okay with that. I, I'm I'm going to stick with it. I'm not going to let you ruin anything for me, Wade. I, I don't ruin a thing for you, Kevin. No, and I'm not going to let you. Good. As much well, as you might be trying to take me down, I'm not going to let you. I see through the lies of the Jedi. Well, no, no. the, Well, okay, yeah, kind of. The Jedi, <laughs> that's another story for another time. My yeah, problem right, there so, is, I, yeah, I do agree with Anakin's line there, but <laughs> I don't think the Jedi were bad guys. I think they lost their way and needed to find their way back. Yes, but, I, I agree with that. It was a joke. Anyway, joke. well, it hurt because um, I've always been a pro <laughs> good guys everything. Well, look at my cup. For those listening, it's a orange blender bottle Rebel. That's kind of cool. Where'd you get that? My brother gave it to me, Robbie. He gave it to me. Where'd he get it? Probably from the blender bottle website. They've, wait, they have a bunch. His Penny's going to kill me. Uh, but they, they oh. if you go to the blender bottle website, they've got a ton of Star Wars ones. Well, I know what I'm... Harry Potter. I'm going to end up breaking my spending. (laughs) Just get a couple, right? Like, you don't need to get all of them. Just get a couple. Uh, How many Star Wars ones are there? (laughs) If you get all of them, you're going to be in trouble. I'm telling you, pace yourself. (laughs) I don't don't need that many. Yeah, there's a bunch. I think they did... I think they even did a couple series, like, to be in line with shows. Pretty Like, I'm pretty sure I've seen a Mandalorian line... And I've seen a Book of Boba Fett line, but obviously there's general ones too. Okay. I'm going to be in trouble. Do you guys have an extra room at your house for when I get we kicked don't. out? <laughs> you know that we don't because I'm, I had to forfeit my office That's uh, right. to make an extra bedroom to get the baby out of our bedroom. Yep. That happens. So no, I, I, all of my stuff is in the basement, Wade. Well, that's a bummer. Well, um, I gave I gave characters a four point two five out of five. Okay, which was actually almost the highest I gave okay. out of the it's scoring. Packed. This movie is um, packed with characters. It, I think they were pretty good. You know, there were a couple of cheesy moments, um, but not sure. as many as Attack of the Clones. I do think they kind of nerfed that a little bit. Um, but what does that mean? What do you mean by they nerfed it? Like it wasn't as as in your face corny and cheesy. Like they softened it. Yeah, okay. yeah. It was a little bit more bearable or tolerable. That that's where I would go with does, that. Yeah, I I guess I rate that kind of thing later on. For yeah. the characters, I just look at how how much do I like the characters, right? 
That's fair. I don't blame you. I'm not a fan of how the Jedi were depicted in Palpatine's office. For sure. That was that weak. One, that, was, that was weak. Weak as hell. The, that's one of the few things that I really enjoyed about the book more than sure. the movie. There was almost nothing I enjoyed about the book more than the movie. But that scene was one of them because the description they they and I, I went against what I said. I told you I wouldn't let the book influence my rating and I did because the book's depiction of the Jedi in the Palpatine Jedi fight scene was just makes them look like Jedi. Phenomenal. I mean, yeah. Um and it also makes Palpatine, Palpatine look way scarier. I mean, yeah. he he was evil, evil in the book with how he manipulated like the sound, the audio recordings that he later used in the Senate to convince the Senate to that. They, uh, that the Jedi really did try to overthrow him. Like he was evil in the book and in the movie, it was just like, and then like three Jedi fall and you're like, what, what just happened? Whenever he makes that sound, what I do every single time without fail, what goes through my head is that guy's got bad breath. You know, because <laughs> that's what it sounds like. Yeah, I, I could see that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one, just... Eh. One thing about that, you mentioned the Senate. I understand why they don't question why he looks different. Like, there was a, an attack on my life. But, like, nobody really looks at him and is like, are you all right? Like, you look really bad. You know, he looks completely different. And nobody says a word. Yeah, like, but he said an attack on, like, the Jedi had an, a, an attack on his life that. that left him I scarred. Right, but you would think that an attack, like, maybe he's got a couple wounds or something. He just turned wrinkly and disgusting. And nobody was like, what happened to <laughs> yeah, cause that? The Force works in mysterious ways, man. Like you, They don't know that. They don't what, know What that. do you mean? They the don't know Senate, anything about the Force. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's what I'm saying. So they don't... They, Nobody thought to. Nobody Who's going to question like, it? What, what did you no say one, happened again? No one has any any knowledge of of what's going on. I mean, essentially, what happens in the book is when the Jedi confront him, Palpatine basically goes like this to indicate they need to be quiet, and then he locks the doors, and then out of nowhere starts killing Jedi. Like he he Pretty cuts cool. one's head off. A red blade just appears through one of the heads, like out of nowhere. I mean, crap like that. But the whole time he's sitting there going, "No, no, help, gods, help me!" Yeah. Like the whole time, he he's portraying this helpless. Um, That's cool, Chancellor. While like literally dismembering these <laughs> Jedi. But I would have settled for even just a quick two second scene of somebody looking at his buddy and being like, "What happened to that guy?" That wouldn't make any sense. Just somebody questioned it. No, I, I, it was a serious moment. It was too serious for any joking. Because Could he's sitting later. there, he's addressing them and saying, we're dissolving the Republic and turning it into you know a galactic cool? empire. You know how in Bad Batch, they showed like the recording on a couple different planets? Yes. Have one of them do it. Somebody in the crowd. What happened to that guy? That would have been a perfect place for that. Yes. Yeah. I, I totally – that would have been perfectly in line with like Clone Wars, <laughs> Bad Batch humor. Perfect. Yeah. It's a perfect place for it. I, I totally agree with that. Just not not in the movie. 
It was two series in the Senate building. Very cool. Grievous, his only movie appearance. Dooku um, had a very almost cameo, how quickly he was killed. Yeah, ironically, he did get his head lobbed off. Yeah. (laughs) Very, very good. Very good movie for the characters. Yes. Cody. Uh, Music. Cody was okay. I'll talk a little bit about that a little later. No, but Cody I get was that. okay. I get, but it was cool to have him. Yeah, I mean, I know I guess. why. I know why. I know what it your was cool was to see that. clones, but we had clones and Attack of the Clones. I know, but it's cool to see so, one that like we we got further content later for. Yeah, I, mean, I guess. Music. I gave this a five out of five. Um, to me, this is John Williams' masterpiece. Um, I felt like. And again, I know why you're making these looks because I've heard what you have to say, but um, I felt like the it stuck out throughout the whole movie and like each song fit the moment and it culminated to me with Anakin versus Obi-Wan. The music that's playing during that exchange is just too perfect the whole so time. I, I agree with you there. I think the music did fit well. I think it did build up to the climactic the fight. battle between Anakin and Obi-Wan. But I gave it a 3.75. And I just don't understand how it could be that low. Because it didn't stand, it didn't set itself apart, in my opinion, from Attack of the Clones. I 100% think it did. The music during the Battle of Coruscant sticks out. Like, that's one of that's one of my favorite I didn't hardly get any music sticking out to me. I thought it all fit well Open and it flowed ears. well, but <laughs> I, I Anakin's just... Dark Deeds, that song's awesome. Out of these three movies, Phantom Menace with Duel of the Fates was his best work. As an individual song, all right, there's a strong argument for that. I get it. But there's not there's nothing else that I can think of from that movie. You're right. Except for maybe, well, that's not true. I got to be honest. I can think of, um, like when you see the the battle droids. Yes. Yep. That's another. And then in Attack of the Clones, when we see the clones marching. Yep. So I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Like there wasn't, there wasn't enough for me to give it like a four, four and a half, to make me I could say listen to sit the here. Soundtrack every day. I imagine you could. And that makes one of us. Yeah, I can listen to now. There is a really cool their their the band name is Galactic Empire. Have you listened to them? I don't think so. They do metal covers of Star Wars music. I'm sure I've seen I've seen a bunch of videos on yes. online, and it's I'm awesome. Sure. It's so yeah. good. I think you probably that, have sent me some that I can listen to. Yeah, but I guess so I, you know I, what I think it might be for me. I'm the I'm tied to the emotions of this movie. And the music is only, it's only going to amplify that. Yeah, that's fair. So maybe that's why it sticks out a little bit more to me. Give me one second here. How do you hang up a FaceTime call? Same way you hang up a regular call. You hit the end button. I tried, but you it didn't want give me the option. Right <laughs> no, Ron was trying to FaceTime me. And I tried hitting oh. the red button and it didn't work. Press so. the lock button. Anyway, not a problem. He's gone. He's not. He's no longer an issue. <laughs> so, 
yeah, so that's music effects. What did you give it a score of? Um, I gave it a four and a half out of five. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Another disagreement of ours. But there's <laughs> there's no scenes that come to mind to me where I felt like the CGI was bad. There were a couple moments where I could like, oh. I could tell that it was CGI. <laughs> but I think it's the best of the prequels in terms of CGI. And they got you got to give them extra credit for how good Mustafar looked because that must have been a feat. It's the only time I'm going to agree with you about any of the effects. You don't think Grievous was great? Like I don't look at he was okay. CGI. I I do. But ironically, not as bad as the clones. I get what you're saying there. The clones, the clones, the were clones bad. weren't great, but no, I they weren't. I, they were bad. I didn't think about it like that until you said something. Like when I was watching it, I could tell they were CGI, but I never was like, this is bad. And I still no. don't think it was, but I noticed the, it more. The battle scene in, over Coruscant where the clones are getting blown up, the whole time I'm like, yeah, this is all CGI. It, do, it doesn't look – I mean, but obviously like, some of it has of to Coruscant. be. The Battle of Coruscant was okay. That one was not Great. awful. Um, Great. The clones, like Oddball in the ARC-170 fighter, like they showed Jango's face under the, the clone pilot helmet. Why not just use – Tamora Morrison. Like, if you're yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna show his face, use him. I they said his name right, him. right? Didn't I? I think yeah. I did. Yeah. I think that's it. So, you know, why not use him? Same thing when you show Commander Cody talking to Obi-Wan Kenobi with his helmet off. Like, what is the point of having his helmet off if you're just gonna do CGI <laughs> and not even do great CGI? It almost looks like a CGI head floating on a CGI body. I will concede that this is one of the areas where I, where I thought about dropping the score a little bit. Not crazy. It was frustrating. Like, when you've got a live-action guy who could play the character, in fact, he did play the, the original yeah. in Attack of the Clones, if you're going to bring him back, like, actually bring him back. Did they bring him back at all? Like... For any live scenes for this movie? No. No, it's all CGI. Oh. The yeah, only scene where his it. face is shown is the ARC-170 and Commander Cody. That's the only time his face is shown. And it's possible that he didn't want to do it, but considering how willing he was to come back for, like, Boba right. Fett and stuff, I can't imagine. I mean, he got to play a badass bounty hunter yeah. and attack of the clones i can't imagine he was going to be like no i hate star wars and i hate money i'm not playing that well character. no it could have been a scheduling thing like, it, I, it doesn't I just have to don't be believe bad i think I, I i'm telling you once you're in star wars unless you're charger Jar you want to be in star wars again well he obviously ended up wanting to come back he did and i'm thankful he did yeah, because we we as fans screwed the pooch on that one. I mean, not you and me. We loved Jar Jar. But and you know like, what? Haven't learned to, Star Wars fans haven't learned their lesson either. No, no, they Just never. As bad as back then, it's 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 the worst. So anyway, effects I gave a three point seven five out of five. Okay. Because if I were to redo it, I probably would drop it down to probably an even four. Yeah, I mean it. It just wasn't, and it wasn't. It, there were scenes that I felt were much better than Attack of the Clones. But then there are scenes where I'm like, 
we've had how many years to improve this technology and it looks like attack of the clones if not worse so your like, your gripe is the consistency of it yeah yeah like there like i said battle of mustafar fantastic cgi and that was quite literally really great, good in my opinion but it's like, like they poured all today. of their resources into that and didn't give everything else the proper amount did. of time. And that's a problem. Did. I yeah, think that's an issue. Yeah, maybe they bit off more than they could chew. Probably. That's what it looks like. What did you they give? Just didn't care. What did you give plot? Four. Okay. Pretty solid four. Um, I went four I thought seven. it was good. I, yeah, I know. Yours is almost a five again. It was good. I, I mean, love the plot, every second of this movie. The, again, <laughs> the biggest problem I have with plot is Padme dying, man. Like that That's was the, the most detractor for me. That that was the most uncreative way to say she died. Like we could have had some yeah. really cool, awesome, or even just strictly Anakin killed him. You know, she died from her injuries sustained after being force choked by arguably the most powerful force wielder ever. You know, George missed the layup. Yeah, that that was an easy layup too. Like, yeah, I don't know. She's perfectly healthy. We don't know why she's dying. She's sad. Like, I and Obi Wan just accepts it. (laughs) Yeah, and Obi Wan's just like, like this is common. Also, where's all the force healing powers that we got in Mandalorian and the sequels? Like, I'm pretty sure they could cure sadness with force healing. Ray is more powerful than Obi-Wan Kenobi. I, after I three disagree. months of training. I disagree with that. Ray is I all understand. The Jedi. I <laughs> and I'm all the critics, so back <laughs> off, Kevin. I'm just kidding. I'm with you on that. <laughs> I just, it, it, I don't know. And I, you know, I, for what it's worth, I wasn't a huge fan of Grogu. You know, here's the other thing. If Grogu was able to force heal, then that means at some point it must have been taught in the Jedi Temple. You know, because I've seen a lot of online debate about whether that was really, because force healing was a thing, like, in the Old Republic. Yeah. I don't know if it, I haven't read enough of High Republic to know if it happened a lot or at all during the High Republic. But Grogu's only force training at that point in time had come from the Jedi Order and the Jedi Temple. So it would be safe to assume that at least to some extent, that must have been taught a little bit. So that's one of the few gripes I have with the Mandalorian and Grogu and his force abilities. Because, I mean, I I... think of the guys like Qui-Gon Jinn, like why couldn't... He could he, right. he could have been saved. He could have you know, survived. How that. many how many times have people been stabbed in the stomach? Not the heart, not like the head, <laughs> but the stomach. And I mean, one guy got cut in half in the same movie. Came back later. Like now, I know that's that's something something dark side. So you know we can't really touch that because ooh dark side. But people get stabbed in I, the stomach all the time. I think what you're seeing with Mando in that situation is. John and Dave on their mission to try and redeem the sequels. But to me, it makes even less sense. Pure speculation. It makes even less sense to me. Because Grogu had 20 or 30 years of training, probably like 20, at the Jedi Temple. 
Yeah, but what's up in the air is because he's still a baby, right? Like we don't know. Just because he had that much time doesn't mean to our knowledge he learned yes. a ton. To our knowledge, yeah, it's, it's, it's up just in a baby. the air. Well, but that's why I'm saying, like, baby. he had some training for it. Yeah. So I, I just, I don't know. I just don't think. I think you're right. I think it was written in to try and help with the sequels. And all it does is make people more confused and upset. Yeah. Just shh. It's, it's Grogu. Just shh. I'm not angry him, about it, do, but. Let the baby do what, what he wants. Yeah. Let, let him do his thing. What if. So. All right. But here's. Let's paint this picture. What if Obi-Wan's flying back after that? And he just has a moment of. Oh, shit. <laughs> I could have healed her. Then. <laughs> That would have been a better, that absolutely would have been a better way to do that. You just see his face <laughs> drop and the blood drain from his face. Oh, that would have been awesome. Or if like yeah. Qui-Gon from the other side instructs him on how to use it. And be, <laughs> like you could, have been, could have been like, you could have done this with me. <laughs> I'm not going to let you do it to somebody else, you idiot. <laughs> uh, anyway, so that, no, that's really the, my, that was really my biggest gripe with the plot. My my reason for not giving it a five is because of how they did Padme in this movie. Overall, like I I don't think that George did a good job writing Padme's character in this movie. Oh, see, um, I like Padme's character as a whole. Not me. More cheesy dialogue between her and Anakin, uh, and then and then the death. You know, I did the scene when she tells Anakin that she's pregnant was was fine. Like, that was a good scene. I, I felt like both of them did it a was. good job. Yeah. Uh, and it was written fine. But I don't know. I just, I'm starting, as we're doing these reviews, I'm starting to think that George Lucas just does a bad job writing love. I, I see, I, I don't know. I don't agree with that. Because I liked it. Like I said before, when we had talked about it, I think because they're married now, I kind of get more of it. Like attack of the clones just felt kind of out of left field. Cause it was just like, you know, they've been away forever and now all of a sudden they're like star crust lovers. And it's like, wait, what? And you're dropping all these stupid, like the sand line. I mean, that that's one of the most awful lines in cinematic history. It is now it's one of I the most heavily quoted writing that. I saw a tweet of somebody rewriting that, and they did a good job with it. It, There are tons, tons. Same message. Of alternative methods to communicate what he was trying to communicate. So, I mean, I I don't have a problem with the stuff as much. I don't think George does a good job with, with love. Because I think about brotherhood and the couple scenes that we got of Anakin and Padme and that was done beautifully. Right. It, it was written well. It made sense. And the dialogue was good. I, See, but I disagree because when I look at the original trilogy, I thought he did Han and Leia really well. I didn't. Well, well, we'll get to like that. They got cause... to know each other. And the next thing we know, they're in love. There was no development. See, that I disagree with. I don't know. When did they, when did they do it? They went from just meeting, and then the next thing we know, they love each other. No. There's, like, 
kind of. Yeah, we gotta save it. We gotta save it. Yeah, we we'll, save, we'll it. save it because I I think there's more of a build up than you're giving it credit. A scene on Hoth. One scene. No, there's more than that one scene, Kevin. You'll Hoth. you'll see it. I'm gonna make it I my mission. It. All of my review for those three movies is <laughs> just gonna be about Han and Leia. Man, we're at each other's throats tonight. This wasn't <laughs> like this on Saturday. It's probably the hard Mountain Dew, man. Yeah. All right, so uh, score for the overall entertainment value. 4.9. 4.5. This is close for us. Not yep. bad. We're back on track. It's Again, the only detractor for me is Anakin and Padme in her, in her apartment and then when she yeah. dies. Well, I, I like that, but I, overall, movie it will always be one of my favorite movies. I mean, yeah. Even despite my, the funny thing is, if I hadn't gone through and like picked out these gripes with it, I probably would have told you I would have given it like a twenty-four or twenty-five. Yeah, just because it, it is arguably one of it's arguably my favorite Star Wars movie. We'll see based on the scores down the road if any score higher than it, but. Arguably, it is top-notch. It's doubtful that anything will beat my score. There's never a time when I watch the movie and I go, you know, I'm really not in the mood for this. Yep, for sure. I agree. So so my total score was a 20.25 out of 25. I got a whopping 24.1 out of 25. Oh, I know. Yeah, almost a perfect score. Yep. But... Both for both of us, this was the highest scoring movie so far. Yeah, and I, I, I don't think that anything's going to come close for me. I, I think, I think there's maybe one or two movies that might come close for me. Yeah, and I could see like coming Rogue up. One. That's what I was going to say. Rogue One is probably going to either be close or it might edge this out. I could see Empire being close too. I don't or know if Return Empire will be that close. Return of the Jedi might be I don't might think be close gonna, for I don't me. think it's going to top 24.1, though. Probably not. I hope not, because that means you're giving out more difficult. fives somewhere. <laughs> right. A lot more. <laughs> A lot more. <laughs> but, well, I mean, I not necessarily. Movie. You could give out all, like, 24.9s just to mess with me, and then you'd still yeah, get true. over 24.1. <laughs> that's true. Maybe so. <laughs> Please don't. Maybe I will. Just score it honestly, Kevin. That's all I need. I'm not the one who has been compromised here. <laughs> you said I'm not going to let the book uh, change anything about my rating, and then it did. That was my fault, and I apologize. Yeah, you've been, you've that been was compromised. A mistake. So that has been Revenge of the Opinions by Wade and Kevin. Tune in next week when we cover... Solo, a Star Wars opinion. <laughs> that one's kind of lazy. <laughs> that one's that very lazy. kind of lazy. Yeah, but I'm not going to say opinion, a Star Wars story. I know. Rogue One's a little easier because you just rogue yeah. opinion. That'll yeah. be fine. But we're going to do Solo next week, so we're excited about that. Very uh, excited. As always, I haven't watched that one a ton. I, I have. Solo is actually one of my top five favorite all time. I'm excited for it. So um, follow us on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Reddit. 
We're hopefully going to be on YouTube a lot more now that we're doing some video recordings. Maybe TikTok. We haven't really gone even touched that road yet. So, um, but we might might go down that road eventually. So just stay tuned. Uh, interact with us. Let us know how we're doing. Leave us a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. And uh, most importantly, just try to love us because we need more love. As always, may the force be with you. And remember, this is the way. <laughs>